the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka and we are talking savings investments in your retirement. Our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term, to save aggressively and invest conservatively. Typically, what we want to do is start out with 10% uh, plus your, uh, uh, in your savings plan. It's called income-based savings. And, and, and you do 10% plus the company match. And that should get you up to uh, typically around 13% or more. Most of the research out there shows that that's going to be enough to build up savings over the long term to put you in a reasonably good place for retirement. Now, if you're over 50, you've got to really start ramping up your savings, and most people are lagging a little bit. And if you are, that's the time to kick the savings rate maybe up to 15% or more or come up with a plan, particularly if you're a small business owner or not in a 401K plan. It's, it's a little more difficult, but it's important to, to have a plan in place and, and to execute the plan because and, and, you never know what's going to happen in the future. So you want to try to prepare for the future. And particularly in the world today where it's such so much uncertainty, record government spending, record deficits, uh, a completely out of control uh, government, and you're not sure how long the Social Security or any of these other things are going to hold up. I, I think they're going to hold up for a while. We actually had a lot of questions on this. On, on the show last week, and, and during the week we had a lot of questions about, you know, Social Security. And my, my thinking is is the Social Security is going gonna, is gonna to be there, but if you're wealthier, I, I'm not convinced it, it isn't reduced. Uh, and and, and it, the, the, the big danger also is inflation with Social Security. And you know, a lot of people, what's really not known about Social Security, to some extent, it's indexed to inflation. And so it goes up for a percentage of the inflation. But remember, the inflation numbers have been chained down and hedonically adjusted, which is just a fancy way of saying that they've, they've created ways to reduce the true inflation number. And that was really good, and it's probably kept Social Security and a lot of the programs going because it would have spiraled out of control otherwise. But the danger is you're not being fully compensated for retirement. And, and so this is for inflation. Uh, in, 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 so inflation is a major uh, danger for your retirement. And so this is something that that we're going to have to continue to look at and continue to I, – I, you know, I, I do believe inflation is going is coming back. Inflation is, is – is, is really starting to accelerate in China. Inflation is accelerating in the emerging markets. Uh, and, and for the first time in the United States in over a decade, we're seeing really kind of more of cost push inflation, where, where over the last decade we've had what's, what I, I like to call MBA inflation, which is simply corporate America jacking up uh, the prices of everything between three, typically between five and seven percent a year, three and seven percent a year to try to boost profits at the company. Now, sometimes they'll keep the price the same and they'll cut the amount of cereal you'll get, or they'll reduce the ounces in the in the ketchup or whatever. Uh, but but it's the same thing. They're trying to grow their profits seven percent a year, and so they're they're putting in 
costs. Any way they can get cost increases, they're doing it. And, and I call that MBA inflation because typically these people are under a lot of pressure to boost profits every year to justify the CEO's existence and pay him billions of dollars. And, and, and so, so that has been an insidious factor in inflation out there. But what has changed in the last year or so is the economy is really starting to get much stronger under Donald Trump. And, and what that's happening is we're having the, the, the unemployment rate under 3.9%. We've had the, the most uh, people employed in history in the United States. We have, uh, we've seen job, some of the uh, wage increases at 3% or over 3% uh, recently uh, on an annualized basis. I think they're actually growing faster than that. Uh, the, 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 the employers can't find workers. Uh, workers are switching jobs to get a raise. They're switching jobs because they don't like working there. And so, so there's a huge demand for workers out there, and, and the cost is going that up. And the manufacturing capacity in the United States is, is, is really starting to become a little bit stretched, which is a good thing. If you look at trucking, another thing, trucking costs are, are, are going up. Anytime you make something, you got to move it. It's got to move by a truck or a, 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 a car or an airplane, and, and the cost of freight is going up. Uh, rail, there's shortages of rail cars in the United States. There's shortage of trucks and truckers in the United States. These are all good things. These are some of the first things people watch. Once you start seeing shortages of trucking and rail and transport, that means the economy's running pretty close to full capacity, and we're starting, so the cost of things are going up. And the, and the other thing, again, the shift from the MBA inflation to the really cost-push inflation is you hear it in, in listening to the max-out savings advisors, we're value investors in the stock and bond markets, which means we own stocks, we own bonds. We also own some ETFs and mutual funds put together a risk-based package. But we're listening to a lot of these earnings calls to see what the companies are doing, how things are going at the company. You're hearing a lot of things uh, – our wage costs are going up. We're having trouble with logistics, logistics inflation. The cost of trucking is going up. The cost of commodities is going up. Basic, uh, uh, the, we're dealing with price increases. We're struggling to pass them along. Again, these are inflationary things. It, 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 and so this is something we want to continue to watch. Uh, really, there's basically five big risks, to re- four big risks to retirement. It, it's, it's investment risk, which means you invest your IRA rollover in the, in the S&P 500 in, in 2007, and it collapses to 2009, down 57%. And you have 430000 when you had a million, and you're in trouble. There's also uh, health care risk. There's uh, longevity risk. You know, if you live to be 110, uh, very few retirement plans are going to be able to withstand that type of paying out over that period of time in, in having to deal with uh the need for higher income for the fourth risk, which is inflation. And I think one of the, the bigger ones that's coming up is, is inflation. If you had to ask me to kind of rank these things, I, I would say the number biggest risk is in here now with the markets is probably investment risk followed by – actually, I would say number one is inflation. It's going to be going forward over the next 20 years. Uh, investment risk – Longevity. I think healthcare is going to over time is going to go down. I, I think we've seen the peak in healthcare. I think over the next ten years, you're going to see a massive movement in the United States to start reducing healthcare costs. If you look at the United States of America, we've done a remarkable job in manufacturing, in in many parts of the economy, in transport, in rail, in all types of things, in becoming more efficient. And this is in a remarkably efficient country. We're one one of the keys to Donald Trump uh, going after China is we ha- we have a very efficient, very reasonably priced manufacturing platform in the United States. We have the rule of law. We have the uh, we have reasonably priced workers. We have a very efficient system, very efficient transport, very efficient manufacturing base. We have uh, low taxes now because he's changed the tax law, and now we're deregulating. So we're a great place to be to put in manufacturing it, 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 because we've gotten so efficient. We've had to deal with China and the rest of the world, and we've realized, hey, we've got to sit there and get our, our wage costs down. So there's been over the last decade huge pressure on wages. That's changing now because our workers are so efficient that we can start paying 
wage increases. What we have not done anything in the last 10 years is, is somehow controlling health care costs. And so if you look what we've done in manufacturing, if we look what we've done in transport, and we look, look what we've done over the last 100 years in infrastructure, there's no reason we can't become remarkably more efficient in healthcare delivery. So healthcare is going down. But you have to understand, you're going to have to deal with all of these issues at retirement and understand them. And I think one of the things, everybody thinks inflation has gone away, and this is a fundamental shift, and it's really changing back to where it once was, where we're going to be having more inflation. When I got out of college back in the 80s, uh, the, the inflation rate, you, you, you were, if you got a loan for 7 8%, I remember I got an 8% loan. I was thrilled on a house, 8.5%, 8 percent. I thought it was the best deal in the world. We had inflation in the early 80s, late 70s, over 7 8 10% a year. Now everybody's forgotten about that. We had government bonds, 10-year government bonds, yielding over 10%. Two years ago, they went to 1.35%, the lowest in the history of planet Earth, uh, actually the lowest in the history of the United States of America. So, so things are going up. Things are rapidly changing. You have to understand this rapid risk. And the idea, I think, that you can sit money like the last 10 years in the S&P 500 index fund is rapidly going away. The, if you look at the valuations on that, and we write about this in our Max Out Savings Report, we have some of the highest valuations in history and some of the indicators we look at, the valuations in the stock market today match the valuations or exceed the valuations in 1929 and 1999. And so looking forward over the next 10 years, can you expect the type of growth just being parked in an index fund? I don't think so. And so I think there's tremendous risk all these people out there in their 401k plans and IRAs running in index funds and uh, just having passive investments. That's work. The thing is starting to change. We're starting to see inflation. We're starting to see trade wars. We're starting to see the, uh, the complete restructuring of the global trading system. Uh, we're starting to see uh, changes in the tax law. We're, we're seeing all these things are happening in the world, and that's not good for passive investing <clears throat> because the, pass <clears throat> the passive investing work when you have a Federal Reserve flooding the system with money every single year trying to push up asset prices. That's now coming to an end. And so the risk factors are going up, and, and you're going to have to be much more targeted in your investing and understand that. And I think that's the flaw of a tremendous number of retirement plans here in the world today. Tell you what, uh, this is a live show, so you can give us a call uh, at uh, 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Savings Show. That's 713-339-1070. We'll be happy to take your questions or comments. Okay. Tell you what, I think we're c coming up here on a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back here on the Max Out Savings Show. Again, if you have any questions or comments, 713-339-1070. One final thing. If you haven't gone to the website and signed up for our free Max Out Savings Report, we write a lot about these issues. It's a free report. We've got thousands of people on the list, and it's incredibly popular. If you're not on the list, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. It's another way you can participate in the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioka now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Savings Show. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. 
When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of the morning show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. We're talking savings, investments, and your retirement as always. If you have any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070. Uh, you know, it's, it's been part of the week uh, watching the Kavanaugh hearings. I, I, I think it's it sort of... Uh, Ted, we have Charles on the line. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. Hello, Charles. You had a question for us. Charles? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes, Charles, you're there. Great. Okay. Uh, yes, I just had a question. Uh, I just want to get your take on gold. Uh, seems like it took a little bit of a hit this week, and uh, just want to know what your outlook is on the short term. You know, I, I tell you what, I, I think it, uh, looking at it this week, it was kind of a, a funny week on that. Uh, right at the end of the week, the silver jumped up, which I thought was really interesting. And and I, and I think that might be somewhat of a precursor for the gold. The, the dollar went up. There's some tight, the dollar, the silver and gold have followed this, have been kind of held down a little bit by the dollar. Uh, the dollar made a move. And what I'm seeing, hearing is there's some tightening up of demand. For, there's a lot of demand for dollars. Out there, and and I think that's kind of holding back uh, gold and silver a little bit. But I, I got to tell you, if if you look at the interest rates, the the ten year this week jumped over uh, over over ten percent. Uh, excuse me, over three percent in in the last week or so. And I think gold and silver held up really well. They didn't drop off at all. Uh, gold kind of silver spiked at the end of the week. I think gold and silver are putting a bottom in. Okay. And, and so uh, I, I think I think you're seeing inflation out there. I think the, the, the we're going to see a currency problem that's going to be very bullish for the gold and silver market. I think they're putting a bottom, and I think uh, over the next 12 to 18 months they're going to uh, outperform in the, the markets. Uh, how many more uh, uh, interest rate hikes do you think uh, are going to take place? You know, I, I tell you what, I, I think we've got – uh, one more this year, and I think probably two more next year, and then we'll see. Uh, you know, they're projecting maybe three next year. It depends on who you talk to. Uh, I, I, we're still, I think if, if you really look at the research, the neutral rate is probably closer to 3% on this economy. I think they're behind the curve. Uh, I would think you would get more, but I'm not sure what the emerging markets are really starting to crumble now, and I'm watching that closely in this trade issue, and so that could kind of put a cap on rates. But I, I think they're going to continue to go up. I, I think even if the market sells off, they're likely to, unless it's really bad, they're probably going to do December and probably keep going. And, and so, yeah, I think rates are, start, are going to continue to move up. And since you made a comment about the fact that uh, emerging markets are tumbling what does that say for international, uh, the international arena? Do you expect that to just follow suit? Yeah, look, uh, there's some talking. You know, the the, the the emerging markets and a number of the markets, China, emerging markets, a lot of these things have sold off 
20% or more, 25% in some cases in China. They've come back. They've rallied up. They've talked that this could be a bottom. I don't think it's a bottom yet. Uh, I went and looked at the charts on these, and it, it looks like they broke down. They're rallying back up. I, I think they're going to they're gonna go back down again. I think these trade issues are a really big deal. Uh, I also think the strength of the dollar is, is a big deal uh, also because a lot of these uh, countries borrowed on dollars. And there's a dollar shortage, and they're having problems with their lending. So I, I think they continue to drop on the emerging markets. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate the insight, Ted. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. That's Charles there, and uh, the uh, yeah, I mean that, that, that's what we're looking at with these markets. I mean, if you if you really look at it, the the, the emerging markets and, and some of the developing markets are really starting to, to fall apart here. And the question is, this spreading? Uh, and it. China is down 20, 25%. Hong Kong's down 20%. Uh, if you look at the emerging markets, they've gone down 20%. They're rallying some, but, but it, it, this crisis appears to be spreading. And if you look at a lot of the crisis, people forget the, uh, the, the Thai, uh, devaluation, uh, kind of spread ultimately ended up in the meltdown of long-term credit in 1998. And so I, I think you've seen this continue to spread. I, the, and so we'll just kind of have to see how this, how this plays out. Really, if you look at some of these markets, they just do not look good, and there's a lot of risk. The one other thing, you know, we were talking earlier some about the uh, about the inflation, and, and I think you know the inflation risk to your retirement portfolio. I think it is real, and it, it, there's a big push now to annuitize your retirement, and and and. Annuitizing your retirement makes a lot of sense where you give, you turn over your IRA rollover to an insurance company or someone and they'll give you a set payments for the period of your life. And it's a good idea in many cases, but you sort of, if you do it that way, you're not really going to leave anything for your heirs if, if, if you just do an annuity and that's it. And, and, but I think the bigger danger to me than anything else is if you get that inflation. If you were an annuity in, in in Argentina, if you're in an annuity in Brazil, if you're in an annuity in Turkey, in China, in in many areas around the world, in Germany in the 1930s, it it it, it, it really doesn't help you out with your retirement. It, it, you know, you, you were wiped out, and then you were left with virtually nothing. It if you get into a big inflation, stocks will hold up better, and if you target to the right asset classes, you can actually get ahead of inflation over time. And so this is something I, I, I do I, I do think, you know, we've done a lot of work on this. It, and really this is something that we increasingly become concerned about is uh, is inflation. I mean, we I think we are making a transition from the MBA inflation of the last decade where corporate America just and uh, multinationals just push up the price of of everything from drugs to uh, cereal up in detergent up 7% a year to uh, a cost and push inflation where wages are going up, commodity prices are going up, and logistics, trucking, freight, and, and everything they use is going up. And that's a different thing. And in that environment, it tends to be more corrosive because those price increases tend to go above kind of into pain levels for for, for for uh, individuals, and by that I mean the costs start really coming in where they they start turning to other other alternatives. Where in the past, if you do the kind of corporate inflation, you can kind of manage it and target your 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 price increases. They don't have that ability. And the second thing in that type of world, the the MBA inflation is very good for corporate America. It's really good for the S and P five hundred. It's uh, cost push inflation is not good for these guys because their costs are going up of everything from commodities to workers' wages, and that affects their profits, and they have difficulty raising the prices. And, and so that, that I think, we're going to see more and more of this. When we're starting the earnings cycle coming. I think we're going to see more of this going forward. And, again, if you have any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's 713 uh, I wanted to expand a little bit on what uh, Charles's question on the, the the Fed funds. They raised the, the Fed 
Federal Reserve raised the Fed funds to two to two and a quarter, range from one and three quarters to, to two here this week. And, and so we're at two to two and a quarter. We did some research and we wrote about it in the Max Out Savings Report and discovered that since 1955, we've never had a recession until Fed funds were over three and a half percent. And I think the Federal Reserve knows that as well. It, it, and they're, they're really wrestling with in their research is how does an economy perform at ultra-low interest rates? And, and I think, it, it, and so if the rates are at two to two and a quarter right now, when we've never had a recession from three and a half, and you have 3.9% unemployment, you have a hot economy, you have inflation coming in, then, you know, if you're the Fed, you're looking at that 3.5% number, you're wondering how much more do you have to go. And so I think they are going to continue to raise wages. And, and I don't think a two and a quarter percent Federal Reserve funds is going to slow this economy down very much. So this is something you're going to see. A lot of people out there think that this, the Fed is making a mistake. They can't raise rates. I think the bigger problem we have is, is the record debt levels, the, the, uh, the uh, trade, de- trade deficits and the trade situation that is completely skewed against the U.S. economy that they're trying to straighten up. And, and I, I, I think uh, you have the United States is the only economy in the world that's really growing right now. Uh, you know, and Donald Trump spoke at the end. Look, most of those most of those countries wish they had the growth, but they're they're uh, what they're what they're looking at is is there's an old saying out there that used to be the United States is the engine that pulls the world out of the out of the, uh, the world economy out of a recession, or it drives the world's economy. And we're going to see if that still holds, because we're starting to do better. The problem is we're taking the manufacturing back to the U.S., and it's hurt these countries. So I think a lot of uncertainty, a tremendous amount of uncertainty out there. And I, and I think you really have to have your risk plan in place. And, and, and so that's, that's what we try to do. We try to really, we really are, have a, are very defensive right now for most of our clients. Now, another thing I wanted to just touch base on were the hearings this week. Uh, and one of the things we're looking at is the Kavanaugh hearings for the uh, Brett Kavanaugh to be put on the su- Supreme Court. A couple thoughts on that. The We think this is an important thing because if, the Democrats can delay this out, and Kavanaugh doesn't get in. They can dispirit the the Republican base, who think that the the Senate Republicans can't do anything, and why should even bother voting for these people? And they can maybe get control of the House and the Senate. I, I think if we don't get Brett Kavanaugh approved, I don't think we hold the House, and I think we're going to hold the Senate, but that could be in trouble too. And so this is something that I think we do have to kind of watch here, and. And, and see what's going to happen going forward. Uh, another thing, this look, this is an embarrassment to the whole country in many, many ways just because we look like complete fools to the rest of the world. I, you know, it, it, I, I talked to a friend of mine that, that, that's actually, they've gone through some of these, you know, their family's gone through some of these things for the approval processes with, in this type of situation. And the comment to them was sort of, if they have to go back to high school, they couldn't believe they were having to go back to high school on Brett Kavanaugh. I mean, they were pretty horrified on the whole deal. And and if 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 you want to be a, a a judge, a federal judge, or somebody now, are you really going to put your family through what Brett Kavanaugh has gone has gone through? And it's going to take a, a, a large pool of people out of the equation that just isn't isn't going to want to do this, particularly a you got a federal judge, you have the appellate judge, and you've got the Supreme Court justices. Well, the, the judges are paid pretty well. They're not. You know, if, if, if you're up for a federal judgeship, typically you're a really high-powered lawyer. You're probably making a half a million to a million dollars a year. And why should you Why should you sit there and take a huge, you know, I, I, I think the judges make about 175000 195000 a year which is really good pay, but why should you take a massive pay cut? And then the big danger is drag your family through the mud for six months to sit there and, and get on. And, and, and this is hugely corrosive to our country. 
in you know, I, I think they just need to push this through. I think it, it it's making us look bad, but if if this thing disintegrates and he doesn't get in there, it's not good for the stock market because people are going to question what's going to happen in the elections. If the Democrats get control of the House, we're going to have problems. If they get control of the Senate, we're really going to have problems. You're going to have a huge uproar in the country for the next two years, and you can kiss the economy goodbye, and you can kiss the stock market goodbye. And, and, and so this is something that everybody's watching and everybody's concerned about. I mean, on so many levels, it, it, it just is a bad idea. The only thing that's a good idea is is for the uh, is for the uh, the Democrats to maybe stop uh, Kavanaugh. But so this is something that, that we do want to watch and, and, and take a look at and see see what's going to happen. And, and so going forward, you know, this is going to be something that's going to be closely monitored by everybody. And and, and so this is why the Kavanaugh hearings are important. Uh, on so many levels, and we talked about it, even though you never would think that this would come up have anything to do with investments. In this case, unfortunately, it does, and this is something we want to kind of continue to watch. We haven't, I'm thinking of writing some about that. I don't know if we're going to write about that or not. We're, we're putting together our new Max Out Savings Report, and if you haven't, if you haven't gotten your, if you're not on the list, you're making a mistake. It's a free report. You might not agree with it, but we have a lot of good stuff in the report. We have a lot of people that really follow the report quite closely. Uh, and uh, to sit there and, and, you know, see what we're talking about, the follow-up for retirement. Our most recent one, we talked about uh, possible changes in the RMD uh, situation. We, we talked about some of the, some of the uh, red flags from the Goldman Sachs bull bear risk indicator. We write about that, and then we break it down to look at what are the indicators underneath it to try to find out what the real story is with it. And you know, how, is this indicator good or not? And and, um, and then we, we write about we continue to write about the Fang thing stocks. We wrote about the Fang stocks two we, uh, uh, about two months ago and said you should avoid the group. We said it was about ninety eight percent of the S and P five hundred return were the Fang stocks and Microsoft, and we said avoid the group. Since then, the group has been has not been doing well, and since then, two of the Fang stocks have sold off twenty percent. So we have a lot of really neat stuff in the report. A lot of retirement tips, uh, talking about retirement uh, risk to, to your retirement. Talk about what what to do for retirement, what to avoid in retirement. A lot of neat stuff. It's all free in the in the Max Out Savings Report. And, and so you want to kind of join the club, sign up for the free report. We, you know, we don't send it out. We don't call you up. Or anything, we just send out the report. And all you need to do is go to maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. And you can sign up for the free report. And, and, and you're ready to go. Now, if you need some help with your retirement, uh, we'll be happy to help you out. That's what we do at maxoutsavings.com. You can sign up for the uh, uh, free report at the website, or you can schedule an appointment. Just go to maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. And... Uh, Done it for the report. Tell you what, we're coming up here on a quick break. We'll be right back, right here on the Max Out Savings Show. If you got a question or comment, give us a call at 713-339-1070. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. 
South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. We return now to the Max Out Savings Show. Here's Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking savings investments in your retirement. If you have any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070 here on the show. at 713-339-1070. Now, a couple things we were talking about. Where are my notes here? The, the, uh, the, we're really uh, we're talking earlier about the, the, the four change dangers to investments, the big ones, to, to your retirement overall, which is investment risk, inflation, and health care, and longevity risk. And so what we're looking at there is... Say it. We have Jerry on the line. Oh, great. Have you had a question? Yeah, Ted, a great show. Your points about valuations make uh, make a ton of sense and inflation, you know, being a big risk going forward. So where do we put money in an inflationary uh, environment that is, is coming our way? Okay, that's a good question. Uh, a couple things. Understand interest rates are going up. Two years ago, the interest rates, the Fed funds were close to zero at 0.15%. And now they're up to two, two, two and a quarter percent. And money funds two years ago were yielding zero. Now you can get, uh, I think our treasury, if I had to guess, is getting close up to about 1.8%, which is, which is good. And some of the other markets are a little higher, but you want to check your money market. So, Short-term money markets, short-term treasury bills, uh, and treasury, you know, less than uh, two years type of investments in treasuries in very high-quality securities because those are going to go up as the interest rate inflation goes up. And also, if there's a big sell-off, it gives you liquidity to move quickly to take advantage of of collapsing asset prices. The other one is, is the precious metal sector. The gold and silver sector are sold out. Uh, we've kind of been, uh, we've sort of been correcting in from the, from a move over a number of years back. I think we're going to see it start to go up. Uh, it, it, the, the assets are actually going up in, in other currency terms, uh, with, since our dollar's been strong. I think you'll see a move into that sector as well. And, and then the third one is going to be very high quality assets that can raise prices or can kind of go up over time with it. Uh, and what you want to avoid is high-debt companies, and there's an enormous number of those out there. And so you want companies that have cash on the balance sheet and, and low debt so they could take advantage of, of other companies that get in trouble and can grow their businesses. And, and, so, and you want to avoid high-debt high companies. You want to avoid... High, I think you want to avoid high yield because many of these companies are just over levered, and, and so that that how the how this crisis is going to play out with inflation is going to be is going to be through a crisis uh, a currency issue, and it's going to translate to corporate debt problems when that happens. So you want to avoid those type of things, and so you want to keep your investment shorter term 
to take advantage of that. Yes. And what about emerging markets? Are they going to get crushed? I think they, uh, you know, I tell you, I really, I looked at the charts uh, because sometimes that's the best way to look in the emerging market. It looks like they made a correction. I think they kind of go back down again. The one thing you want to really keep an eye on is to see when do the Europeans raise rates, and that might affect some of the changes and, and maybe put a bottom in the currency markets because at that point the dollar will start going down to some extent. Uh, and so I don't think any of the Europeans raise rates till we get closer to a trade deal with them. And so, yeah. so I don't. I think it's too early on emerging markets. Some people are saying, "Hey, now's the time to get in." I, I, I sense we're too early because I, I do think it, 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 it's a currency crisis in these countries, and when the currency collapses, it puts huge pressure on the companies doing that are that are based there because they've borrowed in dollars and they have they struggle to repay the, their, their debts. You bet. Makes sense. Oh, great. Uh, great points, and I appreciate it very much, Ted. Okay, thanks a lot. Uh, and thanks for, Steve, if you have any comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070 here in the Max Out Savings Show. We have a sip here, and we are ready to go. Um, the, uh, you know, and that's one of the things, I mean, we really looked at, one of the things that kind of jumps out at you when you look at the at the emerging markets is really, they've corrected you know, pretty hard, and, and so uh, so uh, you look at China's down twenty percent. If you look at Hong Kong down about twenty percent, the emerging markets are down about twenty percent, and so these markets are almost crashing in a way down. I mean, some of these some of these declines have happened pretty quickly, and so you got to wonder: is it going to spread? But I don't think we're quite there yet. To give you an example of one thing we've done in some of the emerging markets. Is we've come in and um, and uh, we we invested in some of the things in in China, and what we did in China was we 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 were able to we we invested in in, in China Mobile. You know, like Ted, why would you invest in China Mobile? In China Mobile had the they've got one of the best cellular franchises in the world in China in a big chunk of the Chinese market. But China Mobile, I would read up on China, and it's like reason not to invest in China Mobile. They have $40 billion worth of cash and no debt, and the government might make them do something with the $40 billion. And, and it's approximately number eight. But and you're kind of like, well, wait a minute. All the other cell companies have $100 billion in debt. These guys have $40 billion in cash. They can grow. And so if China gets in trouble... The Chinese aren't going to give up on their cell phones. China has $40 billion. They can make a move to grow their business in China or elsewhere in the world. And so what you want to try to do is find companies. What we've done really well is finding companies with a lot of cash, poised to grow, and they have the ability to do it. You know, one of the reasons why Amazon and some of these other companies have been able to grow in, you know, we've been, we've always thought Amazon was overvalued and it keeps getting overvalued, but is they have the cash flow, which they can invest back into their business. And if a company has the cash flow, we picked up some Exxon. Same thing, cash flow, not a lot of debt. That's what you want to be in this world because we're coming into a world where interest rates are rising, inflation's rising, corporate America is loaded up on massive amounts of debt. And so you want to be in the companies that don't have a lot of debt, that are in pretty good shape, or they're going to benefit for where the growth is going to be next. And I think that's one of the big things we're going to see going forward. Uh, I, I think I, we, we talk a lot about one of the – we're seeing, going to see inflation. We're going to see the real economy versus the financial economy. In the inflationary world, the financial economy doesn't do well. The real world does well because wages are going up, people are spending more, but, but there's demand. And, and, and one of the reasons why – Inflation's happening is because you can't get a rail car, you can't get you can't get any, uh, you can't get a truck. It's hard to get a truck. You have to every time you ship something, the price goes up. And so truckers are making a ton of money. Workers are making a lot of money. And so that's the real world. Uh, look what Donald Trump has put tariffs in. They're lowering the boom on technology transfer from the Chinese. So going forward. Corporate America is going, hey, we're not sure what's going to happen in China. Do we have an alternative? Maybe we should put the factory back in the United States. And the final thing when it comes to workers' wages, and this is a one important thing to remember, is 
you listen to Alan Greenspan, one of the reasons why they've not, over the last decade, we've not seen, or, or more, we've not seen wages grow up in the United States was because of China. That's not Alan Greenspan said that, but I guess he did. But other, what Alan Greenspan, we've not seen productivity go up. In the future, the big threat to, to workers is going to be robotics. Well, why not put all the robotics in the United States and then the workers are hired to run the robots in the United States so workers' wages aren't as... Because if I have a person on an assembly line and they're putting together widgets as they go down the assembly line, well, I can only pay so much for the person to, to, to put the widgets in because i got to sell the, the, you know, the, the, the assembled thing out of the widgets at the end. If I have robots in the factory, they're producing all... I, I maybe let a few less people, but... But I can pay that person a heck of a lot more money because he's manning the robots that are doing two and three and four times the work. So I can pay him more. But there's a shortage of workers in the United States. So now I put more more robots in. My guys become more effect, more productive. Productivity due to the to the robots. I can pay those people more, and that's what you're seeing in the United States. So exciting things happening in the real economy. The financial economy, which a bunch of shenanigans on Wall Street with, with private equity people and all types of, of corporate CEOs levering up their balance sheet to buy back stock, that's coming to an end. That's going to affect stock prices. And this is something we're going to have to see going forward. So it'll be interesting. I tell you what, this is the last segment of the show. If you've got a question or comment you want to get in, now's the time to call to 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Savings Show. One of the things we've been talking some more about about the health care. Some recent numbers I've seen, it's $280,000 is what you're going to have to be saved up. That's actually after tax, so it's even more than that uh, if it's in an IRA, just to pay for your health care costs. And one-third of early retirees have to claim Social Security at 62, 62 and a half because of health care expenses. And, and this is something we've really been talking a lot about the, on the show, to try to keep your health care as good as possible, your health as good as possible, to eat well, to exercise, because one of the biz, biggest expenses to, to, to retirees is health care. Look, we have some clients that, for no fault of their own, have had health issues, and it's difficult, and they struggle all the time. What surprises me about some of those people is they're some of the ones that work the hardest, and it's really hard for them to work out, but they do it to try to maintain their health. And some of these people really have to struggle. It, 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 and so, but if, if you're in good health, you want to continue in good health, you want to continue to work out, you want to eat well and manage your health. And by managing your health, you've ex, you can, you extend, you improve the, the quality of your, of your retirement. You extend your retirement assets because you're not having to pay out for health care. So it, it, it's really it, – it's one of the things – you hear a lot about maintaining good health. You'll live longer and everything, but the other key is you're not spending as much money either. And health care has gotten so expensive. It's probably the number one biggest concern for retirees. And so make sure you're eating well. Make sure you're exercising and managing your health care. I think this is going to be one of the – real keys going forward. And so uh, it's just, remember, Medicare starts at age 65, which means the government comes and subsidizes. They said the average retiree is about, on Medicare, it's about 5000 a year. I'm like, oh, my God, I wish I had $5,000 a year. I, I think our medical costs for our health care for my family runs close to $30,000 a year. It's just astonishing. And uh, the uh, and, and we're in reasonably good health, Uh for the most part, and it's just, but I, but to understand, but once you hit 65, then you can go on the medic, Medicare, and, and that'll, that'll reduce your cost, uh, but you also have to continue to work on managing that health care. Now, a couple of things we're going to be seeing this week, the couple of weeks, we're doing a lot of research in the market. To me, we're coming in to a, to a dangerous time in here. In looking at uh, in in uh, October, we've got the election coming up the first week in November. We're basically a month away from the election right now. Uh, you know, it, 
it looks like we're going to hold the Senate, as we talked about earlier in the show. The question is going to be the House. I think we hold the House. I think it's really important to get Brett Kavanaugh through to keep the, the base fired up. This is why the Democrats are fighting so hard against Brett Kavanaugh. Number one, they want to keep him off the, the Senate. All they want to, if they can keep him, if they can hold off for 30 days, there's a possibility that they do get the Senate. At that point in time, they can put a liberal, a liberal justice on there. So they, they're going to do anything you're going to see. You're already seeing people lying about what Brent Kavanaugh did. I mean, pretty clearly lying about what, what, what he did. And, and you know, the, the one, the Blasey, Dr. Ford is kind of, I, I, you know, that, I, I, you know, I think something happened to her, but it, I'm not really convinced he was involved in it. The other accusations are pretty much coming down to, to you know, the bald-faced lies is what they're coming into. But there's there's a huge incentive for Democrats to make things up to try to get control of that that Supreme Court justice. But if they can just drag it out and dispirit Republicans, they could win the House and the Senate anyway. So it's kind of a win. They've got nothing to lose in this thing. So so Wall Street and the big investors are going to start questioning things. They go, hey, are we sure what's going to – they're not sure. And so we have a market on the S&P that's near all-time highs. Now, if you look elsewhere, if you look at emerging markets, if you look at overseas, if you look at Germany, if you look at uh, if, if you look at, at bonds, if you look at, at uh, corporate bonds, if you look at emerging market bonds, a lot of these things are selling off for negative year to date. And so there's a lot of assets, uh, major uh, markets around the world are selling off. I mean, the Japan, the U.S. are holding up the best. So everything else is kind of selling off. We've got a huge question mark coming in in the elections i think you've got to be really cautious in here tell you what if you haven't had a chance go to our website maxoutsavings.com sign up for the free report if you need help we'll be happy to show you how we manage money and can help you out for your retirement using our value investing approach to the market go to our website maxoutsavings.com and and sign up for our free reports and schedule an appointment. We'll be here next week right here on the Max Out Saving Show. Remember, our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. This has been the Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioca on AM 1070. The answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.